Hello everyone and welcome to the Top Gear magazine podcast. Uh, we're in the studio with Ollie Q, Ollie Marriage, and Rowan Horncastle and myself, Jack Ricks. And today it's the latest in our series of podcasts where we tell you absolutely everything you could possibly ever want to know about, insert name of car here. And today, which car are we talking about? The Honda Civic Type R. Yeah, correct. That hot yes. hatch that everyone goes on about. The one with the red seats. The one with the red seats that goes meow. Um, but before we do that, <laughs> we have... Is that what you tell your kids? Yeah. <laughs> That's what my kids Daddy's tell me. car goes meow. Um, but before we do that, we've got some cool new functionality. We've got the pole function. A uh, pole function, um, which if you're listening on Spotify, you can take advantage of. So why don't we just ask you, dear listener, to tell us which generation of the Honda Civic Type R you like the best and if you're not quite sure which one is which then listen up because hopefully we're going to give you some useful information over the next 20 or 30 minutes. Should we get cracking? Let's get cracking. So if you haven't listened to one of these before this is the biggest or the best questions I'm not sure they're the best but they're the most most asked asked questions from our search engine optimization team and they just print off we're very old school here. A list of questions which you they guys are asking. Some questions. No, no, no. They write it uh, on papaya. Papyrus. Pap- pap- that's the one. Egyptian. Papyrus. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's got a- off track already. Yeah. Um, so we have a list of questions about the Honda Civic Type R. The first one of which is. And, and I- look, I just need to. I always need to point this out. There's a slightly odd wording to these pictures. Uh, to these questions rather but this is literally what people are typing into the internet so this is not us setting the questions we are answering your questions listener if you go on the internet and search for honda civic type bars so the first one um oh doesn't get more basic than this is the type r fast yes next question <laughs> Ooh, fast it's answer. the fastest honda civic yeah it's a hot hatch that's literally the point right mm. let's get into semantics though quickly could we argue that it wasn't always an absolute speed machine because it was always about revs and having no torque and you had to thrash it to make it go anywhere. Well, fa- fast fast is relative, isn't it? So yeah. you go back to the era in which these cars were launched into, they've always been fast-ish for their era, but I think maybe fair to say not. You know, we're not in, in this era now, it's A45s and RS3s that are the hottest of hot hatches. Yeah. They're not... Right was, up there in terms of raw power? No, I mean, it was only in 2015 that they actually put a turbocharger on it, finally. Up, up until that stage, it had always been a naturally aspirated 2-litre engine, or I think 1.6 But when it first started. So those they were always no more than about 200 horsepower. So they were not, by definition, very fast in a straight line. But around, around tracks, that was where they, their secret was. So fast, yes, around circuits, but not... In a straight line. In a straight line. I think that's fair Particularly. enough. Yeah. They were yeah. high revs. They were. It was all about bouncing off the rev limiter at 8,000 RPM. But it is the faster one. Yes. So if you, it's the far- you, you'll see a lot of um, quite boring Honda Civics driving around. These are the fast versions of those boring cars. Before we go on to question two, um, why don't we... Um, Stato, why don't you give us a rundown <laughs> of the generations of the Type R? Um, maybe mention the model codes just to get them out of your system. <laughs> no, we're not, nice and we're, early. Not, we're not doing this. Okay, listeners, I've already said to the guys before we started recording that the model codes of a Civic Type R, that is peak nerdery and it is alphabet soup. So we're going to talk about this in normal human terms. So there is 
Ollie, I'm looking at you. The first Civic Type R is the one that we sort of didn't get in the UK, but did a bit, correct? Correct. I actually drove one of these back in period. So this was late 90s, 1997, I think. It's Jap- Japan only, the first one. But the, what came, what we had over here was the VTI. So we never got a Type R. But we got a VTI, which was the sportiest one. It had 160 horsepower. It was reasonably fast. It was sort of well regarded. And they'd had a tie up with the Jordan Formula One team at the time. So there was a bright yellow one with Jordan written down the side of it. And that was about as exciting as it got. So Type R never really, from that point of view at least, from a Civic point of view, Type R didn't really arrive until the next one. Which was, on. the, this is the bread van one, right? The bread van one. Although, does, oh, does someone want to interject? Well, I was going to um, throw it say, over to our, our resident historian. When was the f- How Type dare R? you? I'm the resident historian. <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 He's you're, muscling you're, in you're on you're this. <laughs> I'm, I'm just throwing out uh, nicknames and labels here willy-nilly. Um, Type R, when was that first used, though? It wasn't first used on the Civic, was it? No, right. it was actually used. <laughs> here Sorry, we go. <clears throat> let me just... Uh, dust, serious, dust, take dust the serious. Maximum <laughs> smugness here. Yeah, <laughs> On an Audi in 1928, Shut I believe, or 1930, what? the Audi Type R, which was a faster version of a very boxy, very old Audi. <laughs> the VTEC kicked in, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but then obviously uh, Japan came, came with it afterwards, and it was first on the NSX. Did we first get a Type yeah, R yeah, NSX? Yeah, 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 yeah. 92. Um, and then we got into it. But yeah, in the UK, uh, but they, it, they came later. But in my head, yeah, so Civic Type R began with the bread van. This is the, yeah, it's the really boxy one, but it's the one that I certainly remember because it had a gear lever on the dashboard. Yeah, that's what I remember. It felt like a touring car driver, like you go and bang door handles with someone because they put the gear shift on the dashboard, so it was, what, closer to the steering wheel? Exactly. It was literally less than a hand span from the steering wheel to the gear lever. And just like most Hondas, it had an epic gear shift. Yeah. It had a really tight... I think it had a little titanium gear knob. It was superb. And it was, yeah, super small, close... Like, to, to go from each gear was was just direct. Close and where stacked. you wanted it to be, where it wanted to be. Yeah. But obviously, that um, titanium gear lever... Or is it titanium or whatever? It's metal. Mm. For anyone who's owned a Type R, you'll know about it. Because in the winter... They're just the most the coldest thing on earth. Cold winter's night, yeah. And then if in you the summer, you get like a cattle brand onto your hand, don't you? The H pattern, just straight off of the palm. <laughs> and was, uh, was it nine thousand RPM at this point? Eight thousand, or over eight, eight four, something like that. Uh, it was high though. One, but I'd love to. Yeah. It was, it was, the drivetrain was the star of the show for it. Mm. I think uh, I never really got it as a as a chassis car particularly. But the drivetrain, I thought, was always thought was absolutely mega. But interesting, you say that because. Th- it was controversial what they did to the Civic Type R next with the spaceship. That's what we're going to call the next Ooh, one. Yeah. The oh, one that had the triangle exhaust pipes and the rocket-shaped door handles. Mm. But they the went nerd to a... Wasn't it a torsion bar rear suspension, which gave it... Basically, you got a bigger boot, but less sophisticated, slightly cheaper rear suspension. Yeah. And boy, did that wind some people up, didn't it? That made yeah. that a lot of people cross because they thought that Honda had basically cheaped out. But you still got super revy engine. Like you said, you had that spaceship dashboard... Um, and it was it was still up there, wasn't it? It was among yeah. the hot hatch fight so against the Cooper's. That's two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're up to two thousand seven. So we've had a bread van, we've had a spaceship, and then so we the bread have... van was two thousand and one. That lasted yeah. about six years through to mm. two thousand and seven. Then we got the spaceship. Yeah, with its it was an acquired taste. I think I'm, I'm it's much f- more complicated mm. to operate. Yeah. 
And then there was a bit of a hiatus, wasn't there? Because Honda slightly decided that it wasn't going to build any fast, exciting cars mm. anymore. And the recession had happened. And it all got a bit quiet and tumbleweedy in the world of fast Hondas. And mm. then they went turbo. Yeah. yeah. They took that car. They basically took the same car. And they put a turbocharged engine. So suddenly the power leapt from 200 horsepower to over 300 in one fell swoop because they'd looked at everybody else doing golf R's with 300 horsepower. 300 horsepower was the new benchmark. They couldn't do anything else. But everyone else was doing it with four-wheel drive, weren't they? Honda just went, nah, front's (laughs) just fine, guys. What's this? It was a a worrying time, wasn't it? Because when uh, high revs, naturally aspirated, lovely, snicky gear shift has been a car's USP, and then suddenly you're like, oh, there's more power, more torque. But it's a turbocharged engine. It's not going to feel the same. It was sort of like, oh, no, the magic's going to have evaporated. What's the nickname for this one? Yeah. The the bread and the spaceship. Come on, make up one. The controversial one, the turbo one, the forum fighter. Ooh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, very good. um, And not a pretty thing. Not a pretty thing. started a bit of a theme for Honda Civic Type R's not being... um, Oil it, painting. But it boy, it was very, fun. Oh, yeah. Very mm. aftermarket. The arches and, yeah. and wing and front bumper is... <laughs> I was but lucky enough ter- to run one as a long-term run. I have to say that my better half at the time used to text me and go, what are you driving tonight? And I'd say the Civic, and she'd be like, I'll get the train. <laughs> she did. It did bring out the, um, the the boy racer in whoever drove it. Yeah, yeah. Was that was that a, a remark on its ride quality or the way that you drove it? It's just the quality of the with... pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. Right. What okay. came next? Um... The ugly one. Mm. Yeah. Slash best hot hatch ever. Best, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Two, this is the 2017 mm. one. Um, so new new car, bigger, longer. They basically went from hatchback to a more saloony look. So they lowered it, mm-hmm. stretched it. Yeah. And it was fundamentally built on a different chassis and everything. Did all the wrong but, things, really. Made it bigger and yeah. made it sort of more spacious. And you kind of go, oh dear, that's losing its way. But wow. Yeah. What it a was, car. It was phenomenal. Top was Gear Car really of the good. Year 2017. Yeah. I yeah. think it was in the end. Mm. Yeah. No, I remember driving it around the track and sort of being a bit cynical. Front wheel, you know, front wheel drive. Didn't have a load more power, sort of 320 mm. PS, yes, I think it was up to. Mm. Um, and just thinking, well, this is going to talk still all over the place and not have much grip. And it was so much fun around a track. Yeah. And just felt so secure. And the engine was really, really punchy. But this it. this was when the the Nurburgring front wheel drive fight oh was all, it was, was properly yeah. kicking off and it was was it a produ- pre production car it was like seven forty three yeah it I got think. super controversial didn't it because they put a roll cage in it and then said it was a production standard car but we had to put a roll cage in because to get the driver insurance or life insurance something like that but then of course people getting on the forums all the Renault fans the Seat fans the yeah. Audi RS fans going ah if it's got a roll cage in it then you've upped the interior stiffness by 8.37%. That's not allowed. <laughs> how, how are your mates on the forum? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Type R Boy 67 was absolutely <laughs> laughing. But it was it was one of those cars where not only did they make it super extreme at that end, but they did also add in a bit more everyday usability because it had that comfort mode. Remember, you could relax the dampers, mm-hmm. lighten up the steering. You could daily it. And we had one in as a mm-hmm. long-termer. And just you go off on a tangent, funny story about that. I, I signed for that car when it got sadly picked up by Honda I was I just signed on the dotted line and a, a cruel man took it away and um, a few weeks later um, got a phone call I was a lovely gentleman just said um, hello um, I've got just found your phone number in the glove box of my car and I thought interesting you know dating app but okay continue and um, he said, said um, well, I you just split up with her by that <laughs> <laughs> yes, this gentleman wasn't my usual type I said what, what can I help you with and he said well I've just bought this Civic um, 
and I've just, you know, low mileage, been looked after. They've said ex-dealer car. Are you the previous owner? And they haven't told you this was an ex-press car, was they? No, they hadn't. Yeah. So at this point, I had to break it to this gentleman who's very, very proud of his new car, that there are quite a lot of photos of it on two wheels in Top Gear magazine being pounded round tracks. It may also grace the cover of Top Gear magazine. Yeah. Absolutely. It was, a, it was a celebrity car for us. But it was... I think he was happy once he knew that it had been been looked after and it had new tyres put on it and new brakes when it needed it. But ultimately, every time we'd driven that car, it had won. Mm-hmm. We praised it because it was it was one of those amazing cars that when it came out, it was a new benchmark. And when it went off sale, I don't think anything had beaten yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But this is it. We're, I'm doing a twin test with that and the GR, GR Yaris. And the GR Yaris is an absolute bundle of fun. But there's even, you know, near the end of its life, that Civic was so sophisticated in the way it rode, the way it steered, the way it, the braking, everything about it. It was still at the benchmark, as you say, mm. when it went off sale last year. And the new one arrived. Yes. Right, the current one. Up to date. Sixth gen. The new one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sixth yeah. gen. Last, so last year we saw this. Slightly yeah. more reserved in its looks compared to the two previous generations. Yeah. A good thing. But not reserved in any other way. The I mean, reigning top gear yeah, car yeah. of the year. Exactly. Yeah, double car of the yeah. year. That's not many yeah. cars that have achieved that feat. Yeah. So it's now we've n- rounded them all up, which wasn't a question the internet asked. <laughs> yeah. they asked no, it but fast. I think it's important yes. because yeah, yeah. what we're going to do is we're going to start referring to spaceships and bread bands. Spaceships and bread bands. <laughs> so now you know what we're talking about. Baffling <laughs> things. I thought that was a, a, a worthwhile thing to do. Right, next question. So, what are the main competitors and what space does it compete in? Oh, that's a very formal question. Isn't it? I told you there was some weird words. <laughs> Outer space. It's in a different planet. <laughs> well, well the second gen, is that the yeah, space yeah. gen? The, the oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, they're hot hatches, aren't they? They always have been. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's, so, it's that kind of everyday car that's had a performance edge to it. Something that you want to go in and thrash, basically, have fun with. Uh, it's all about enjoyment and connectivity. And it should be linked to price somewhat because they're meant to be cheaper options that question comes later no but that's where it, that's where it should be so yeah, yeah. main competitors well we it's can all golf rattle them GTI, off golf gti's fast renault sport Ford, Focus golf Fars, yeah yeah i mean it's a it, sadly it seems to be a sector that's sort of dwindling a bit of of late so dwindling this, a bit dwindling yeah. dwindled gone um, but yeah, so Honda have always stuck very much to their principles haven't they they haven't gone four-wheel drive they haven't gone for paddle shift gearboxes it's always been the power's going to the front wheels you're going to have to shift gears yep. and we're going to we're not going to go down the whole drift mode mode, yep. rear wheel steering sort of gimmicks. It's going to be very, very heartland, proper Japanese engineering. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah, which is which is great, and then and then they haven't gone crazy on power. It's been hovering around 300, yeah, 300 yeah. and a bit for three generations. Exactly. Now, but, but whereas Renault went turbocharged with the Megane, got twenty years ago, mm. yeah. and. Uh, same with Volkswagen and the Golf GTI. But then when you get so into like A45s, 35s, mm. Golf, th- stuff's going four-wheel drive as well. So, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty traditional package, which yep. still yeah. really works. And, mm. and they've never diversified it. They've, there is just one Type R version. They haven't done like Golf did Golf R and GTI, RS3, S3. All of that sort of thing. They've gone, no, no. And you can't get an one estate fast version. or a convertible or any no. of those kind of like a crossover There's a version. purity to the yeah. to Honda's I was going to say, there's a confidence as mm. well to just go, this is the fast one. Yeah. You know, take it or leave it. We're not going to do that. And it also do means they, they work harder at that one model to make it 
right to make it sh- that is the that is your package, yeah. not yeah. like no, yeah, you want oh, that you... one with that bit, and yeah. you want it on the small wheels. Oh, you're and... going to take it on track. Oh, we'll do you a special one for track yeah, yeah. later. Oh, you're going to be more on road. We'll we'll sell you a comfort pack. Um, so yeah. Um, confidence in the way that it's been built and stuck to its guns over the years. I mean, if you... Uh, it's arch nemesis. Renault Sport McGann's. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I thought you were going to say yeah. physics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still think it's amazing no, that it, much power no, through the front that, wheels. Is, yeah, yeah. Yes, we should never lose sight of yeah. the fact that that is an incredible mm. bit of engineering. Mm. Yeah. No, Re- Renault's were the same, weren't they? Mm. They did... They st- well, we're, we're having to, unfortunately, I haven't to say about that in the past tense because it looks like at the moment they've deserted hot yeah. hatches. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a Renault Sport McGann rival the whole way through and has been for many years. Yeah, mm. particularly if you want to go on track, I think it is probably mm. the hot hatch of choice. Yeah. Um, what's the Mania Type R? Oh, hello. Hang on. Well, hang on. Since Rowan's, <laughs> Rowan's positioned got... himself as the historian of the group, <laughs> I think we should go to Professor yeah, Horncastle right. for this yeah. One. yeah, Professor Horncastle. Well, I do believe it. It means racing. I hope this is right. I'm pretty <laughs> I hope right. it means racing. <laughs> no, it's, it's to heart back. So it was when Honda wanted to make race, you know, road-going race cars or to link to their racing heritage. Oh, hit the klaxon, because here comes the Etten Senna NSX story. <laughs> uh, yeah, impressed him, etc. Was he part of the development? I don't know. Go check out the video of him in loafers skidding it around. Um, but yeah, it's to do it's, it's with racing and to link back to the Honda's racing pedigree. Type racing. But, but no one calls still, it that. Yeah. Exactly, but they ah. still race it, right? It's still a touring car, and in the world touring cars or the British touring cars, so at least it still has that kind of link to proper bona fide motorsport. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. What space does your type racing Civic compete in? Could be a phrase that someone would never say. <laughs> um, how easy is it to drive? Well, it's just to link the two, I've driven the BTCC Civic ah. a few years ago, um, very difficult to drive actually, because they, they for the for touring cars the setup is so particular and redone for every track and everything. So I drove Matt Neal's when they did a Civic Estate. This is when the race cars didn't link in with the oh, road yeah, cars well so remembered. much. They, with the Type R, at least. Um, yeah, but it was really tricksy. The rear axle would do different things at different speeds in different corners. Quite quite challenging, that one. Not what you want on the but, M25. No, not really. But as so far as the road cars go, yeah. as long as you can shift stick and manage a bit of front-wheel drive wheel spin, you're, you're home and drive. Oh, no, I, 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 yeah, I think easy to drive. And, and there's other things that make the experience really rich when you're driving it. So the seats are... Fantastic! How do Honda world get the seats? class? Mm-hmm. So good. That sort of red velours, you know, just doesn't sound great, does it? When you say it out loud, but it <laughs> yeah. really works. The, the seat you. in the latest one, I think, may be the greatest seat in a road car yep. Yep. ever. Oh, it's high praise. Goodness, uh, I think me. it's. Fa- I think Ooh. it's fabulous. That's another podcast, and it's. I think. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I think and they are yeah. bright red. Mm. Like dog lipstick red. <laughs> yeah. see, which gets everyone, like, it doesn't matter. Like, what did your girlfriend say about that one? Yeah, so, uh, but uh, no, they are they are absolutely fantastic. But they do, they don't look like they should be comfortable. But you can do massive miles mm. and huge yeah. bolsters on the side to keep you in it. And it's one of those seats where it doesn't matter if you're fat or thin, you kind of fit in it regardless, and it supports you. Um, but also, they're easy to drive because. All the control weights, this is what they we're saying about how Honda hone it. They're only doing one of these. They get it right. So all the controls and the gear lever and the way it moves and the steering and that all of those control weights and all that sort of geekiness stuff that we like to get tucked in on is just so well developed in that car. It's that thing of like a car does exactly what you ask it to do when you ask it to do it. Yeah. And it's sort of, you know, you might drive a car and go, I 
don't know. This just feels fantastic, but I don't quite know why. It's probably yeah, that yeah. because the controls are doing what you expect them to do. But it's definitely got better in the last couple of generations. The bread van and especially the spaceship that came after it in 2007, that was not a particularly interactive chassis. That did not have... It was lovely to operate, but it didn't have a brilliant chassis on it. What came after from 2015, 17 and last year was pretty tremendous. And I think easy to drive fast. As I was talking mm. about taking it around a track, I thought it was going to be, yeah, as I said, torque steer, understeer, you know. Uh, lots of things going lots on. Lots of things going on. And no, it was absolutely rock solid and planted and you had so much sort of faith in it that I was just getting quicker and quicker every single lap. It does that brilliant thing, doesn't it, that no matter what level of driving ability you are, and there's different levels at this table, and I'll happily say I'm at the lower end of that, but <laughs> wherever you are on the kind of driving talent spectrum, I guarantee you'd have a blast in a Type R. And even a, a, probably a British touring car driver would as well. It just feels like one of those cars where as much as you can put into it, it will give you straight back. 100%. But they're only going to get harder to drive because, you know, as we, we're getting out of practice with manual cars. So yeah. it feels a bit weird <laughs> when you just hot, get into a hot hatch now. And you're like, oh. It just keep stalling at the traffic lights. <laughs> Are you putting the clutch down? <laughs> ah, but this is, isn't this amazing that Honda, think of the normal Civic, which is actually a really good car, that's just a standard normal Civic these days. In the UK, it's a hybrid, hybrid CVT only, auto only with this clever you know, petrol electric engine. So the Type R is now as bespoke as a Ferrari. Because if you think about it, not only has it got its own body shell with all the own stiffening points and its own bespoke suspension and braking system that doesn't come from any other Honda, it's not like a Golf where they kind of just take a Volkswagen Group engine that goes in lots of Audis and Seats and everything else. This engine goes in one car. This gearbox, one car. Everything about it, they just... I mean, what does it cost them to do it? And I love the fact that after generation after generation, they keep... As the world changes around them, they go, no, we're sticking to our principles and we're going to keep on doing what... The hot hatch in our image. It's just great. Oh, when you say it out loud like that, it sounds awfully like we may not see another one, or at least another one in this image of... Mm. Pure, but it's very Honda and very cool in that slightly uncool way, isn't it? To have that like that, that Japanese-ness yeah, about it all. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Um, is it a, pl- a practical daily driver? Yes. Well, I've daily driven a few of them, and absolutely. I mean, well, go on, let's it's get It's a nerdy. hatchback. That's the whole point yeah. of a hot hatchback, The parcel isn't it? shelf's a bit annoying. Uh, flops around a bit. Pulls across yeah, it's like a it? sort of supermarket conveyor checkout, and you want to put yeah. your divider on it to go. No thanks, those are my onions. But <laughs> other than that, I mean, yeah, that the the previous one was slightly annoying on the whole touchscreen front and the 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 display. The driver's speedo looked a bit sort of Sega Rally, but. Yeah, I mean, look how much I'm having to nitpick to find something annoying about dailying a Civic. I think it was just that those ones were really good because, like I said, you could have the comfort mode. You could lighten everything off when you were just maybe stuck in a traffic jam. I think the previous ones maybe a little bit more buzzy yeah. and a bit stiffer. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, weren't enough to put is, people Isn't off. the new one quite stiff, though, on the road? Not, it is a, it is stiff-ish, but no, it's not that offensive because the dampers are so, just the dampers are so good on it. So it it actually feels really quite cushioned most of the time. And actually, look, Um, there's there's actually no point in us even debating this because John Cena, he's... he's, He of wrestling. Yeah, he he of wrestling. Top American correspondent John Cena. (laughs) Did anyone see this clip online of John Cena, wrestler, 
saying he was interviewed by someone and asked, uh, oh, what, what car do you drive, John? Um, oh, Honda Civic Type R. Fantastic. I get great mileage. I can pick up my friends. It's fast when I need it to Good be Good onboard technology. Good onboard. This is the man who's <laughs> yeah. just auctioned his Ford GT. I mean, and now he's in a Civic. I think we need to look into this. He may be on the Honda payroll. But <laughs> if he's not, it's the, the, the endorsement Proper you need. Yeah. And yeah. we would say the same thing. So well done, and John he's a big chap. And he's a big chap. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with yeah. him. No. <laughs> one, one more word on practicality. Hondas have got enormous boots, enormous boots. And it sounds so irrelevant for a hot hatch, and maybe it is. But I expect there's a lot of people out there who every time they, they finish driving their Civic and they've got, to, they've got to go and do the tip run in it, open up the boot and go, yeah, I can just get more in there. I can get more in there. Yeah. They've, they've just, they are, they're, because Hondas, other, besides all the engineers working on Typars and doing that, Honda have got some very clever, clever engineers working on interior packaging and everything and so civics are big they're good for four you can get people in them easily and they've got a giant boot in the back you can yeah. tell he used to own a jazz can't you ladies yeah. and gents yeah. but he loves a yeah. bit of packaging <laughs> but, but, but it would surprise me with the fk8 sorry we didn't have the name for that one it wasn't uh, uh, or tempe in the yeah. swear box but uh <laughs> that had a super deep boot as well so you could just mm. like stuff would just vanish because you'd throw a suitcase into it and it would just go to the depths of hell <laughs> here it hit the bottom yes, exactly <laughs> <Or> another one <laughs> Good for, good for tracking. Yeah, yeah perfect, yeah. safe. Yes, yeah, it's it's a photography car. Apart from with that giant spoiler on the back, if you do have the boot open, it will just come down like a guillotine on your head if yeah, you're hanging yeah. out with it. But apart from that, no one has to do that, but it's, it's, it's fine. Right, um, last question. Okay, so we find ourselves the last question. The internet wants to know nothing else after this. This is the last one. Is it affordable? We flirted with currently. The, now this could be a big well, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you'd asked us this, you know, two Eight or three years ago, ago yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, less than mm-hmm. a year ago, we'd say, oh, yeah, you know, this is really good value for mm-hmm. what you get. This latest version, probably for, well, for the, the, the global reasons of the global economy and inflation and supply chain issues and the fact that it's just pretty much a bespoke car and coming um, here in limited numbers too yeah, yeah. it's now not cheap at all so what does the this what does the latest 47995 so it's, it's basically a 50 grand car wow clearly honda have said look we don't need to sell thousands and thousands of these we need to i don't think it's even that they don't so I think they need to. I just don't think they think they can. I think they think there's an audience of a certain size out there who will pay a particular amount for it. Yep. A, and it's, as Ollie said, it's costly to produce. It's, it's become more difficult to get through um, type approval and emissions regulations. So for that reason, they're not, they don't want to offset, you know, they've got to sell more Honda E's sure. to justify their, their um, company CO2 emissions. So they can't sell too many of these, so they might as well bump the price up, increase the profit margins, and do it that way. It's a shame, but it's an enormous amount of money. It's now, yeah, 50,000 quid. What was the jump on the previous generation? 15,000. Yeah. It was basically a 35, 36 grand car. Which is a huge yeah, number yeah, in, yeah. in difference. But I mean, all hot hatches are expensive now. That's the thing. Yeah. There's no cheap hot hatch. Everything's expensive. I, I can't remember the last time I, I saw the price for, for a new car and didn't, and didn't go wink. I know. It was at least sort of 10, 15 grand more than I would mm. hope it was. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 I, I'm doing exactly that at the moment. I'm currently ro- running this Skoda Enyaq VRS, which is £8,000 more expensive than a Civic Type R. 
and it's 300, it's the same power, but weighs about mm, mm, probably about a ton more. You're basically just looking and for an excuse to book in a Type R yeah, for comparison. Yeah, yeah, but that, that makes, in my, VRS. <laughs> in my opinion, that makes the, the Civic Type R look quite good value. Exactly. In comparison, because that yeah. Enyaq is not a performance car no. like the Civic Type R but is. I also think when you talk about, when you, I hadn't thought about it like that, how much is just bespoke for that car, plus the fact that, Everyone's deserting the hot hatch space. It droves, and Honda's, you know, sticking with it. And it's a fantastic car to drive. It's actually, you know, if you've got the money and you've always fancied one of these, maybe get one and hold on to it forever because mm. it's it could be a really sort of yeah. And when yeah, you go on a track day, which you'll be encouraged to, you won't be embarrassed by no. someone. You know, you no, won't no. be getting passed by everyone. You are going to be right up there. And yeah. you can with the swing past the supermarket on the way home. Yeah, exactly. And in the pit the lane, because people love them. I think mm. it's a really admired car. When we did the film on the car, I think I concluded it by saying it's every bit as much a driving enthusiast tool as a Cayman GT4, because the reward level, certainly from the latest one and from the one before, are so high, you are in the territory of pucker sports cars yeah so it's a it's just such a good car to drive and just in case so we're not completely all doom and gloom on the price you can still get into a type r for sort of affordable what we'd consider normal hot hatch money you just got to buy the previous generation one which sounds like a cop out but it's not because ultimately they didn't change the new one too much if you can stomach how the old one looks what's the last what's it going for well i'm just i'm just looking them up now and if you're prepared to get one with you know six ten fifteen thousand miles on you can sneak one in for under thirty thousand quid okay so if it's start you know what was it 35 grand when it went off sale Mm. you're thinking okay 30 is my limit for a type r you can get into the world-class top gear award-winning old one for Mm. less than 30k and it is still going to keep up with the new one if you own one of those you're, you're quid, your quids in, you have aren't you? Because you've got a fabulous depreciation car. proof. Because you must have thought when the when the new one was announced at forty eight thousand quid, you must have gone. Oh, mine's going to still. Values aren't going to drop much no, on mine. This is good mm. news. And and what about the bread van? What are they now? I mean, they're the one cheap five five k for a shabby one. Those are into Ten... that territory of where the word yeah. unmolested appears a lot in the adverts because <laughs> a lot of them have been modified. A lot of them have mm. been have been upgraded in various ways. They're so the now ones the you game saw with is... Lancer Evo exhaust sticking out the yeah, back of the. The game is finding one that is you know factory fresh. If you can get into one of those, um, then then you're looking good. But here's one with a, a mere hundred and forty four thousand miles, which oh. for a Honda is barely running. Yeah, yeah. Um, a five or under five grand. There we go. Cool. So look. You know, there's there's a Honda Civic Type R for everyone, really. Yeah. There are, you know, that, there might be one for me over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on, he's twitching. I know what this means. Um, but yeah, I mean, just such a fantastic bloodline, just a great family of cars. I think um, you can hear from all our enthusiasm and our various stories of driving them over the years. It is one of the Top Gear hero cars of the past sort of twenty years, isn't it? It's a hot hatch dynasty. Mm. Um, so there we go. I hope that was useful. Um, and uh, as we say, get involved. Um, let us know in the poll which one you'd have. Can you see past those dodgy max power looks on, on the previous generation? Do you like the more grown-up new version? Do you prefer the bread van or do you like the spaceship? Um, let us know underneath. Um, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>